Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. New Orleans, especially New Orleans. What is Kenner doing in here anyway? This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of the Food Show. By the way, for those who might uh, have taken offense at what they perceive as a shot at Kenner, uh, I want you to know that I uh, lived there for quite a while, and I went to school there for quite a long time. So it's a, and there's a lot going on over in Kenner these days. So in the old town part of the city, uh, plenty of things happening lately, and they seem to just get, uh, keep getting bigger and bigger a deal. A lot of theater, music, some good restaurants around there. Anybody have any favorite restaurants in Kenner? We don't talk about that very often. I have no reason not to. There's lots of people that live there. So if you live or go to Kenner for any length of time and you have a favorite distant uh, uh, restaurant there, how about you call me and tell me what it is? And we'll let everybody else know about it. And uh, please... Please listen to me the, uh, just for a second here. Uh, if uh, you're saying, well, I, I don't want to let anybody know about the restaurants in Kenner because those are our favorite little restaurants, and we don't want to go there and find that they're filled. And Well, y- you won't. You, you, believe me, you don't have to worry about that. And if you don't call and talk about it, uh, the restaurant might go out of business because restaurants that don't get enough uh, talk about them have a way of disappearing I, I think all the restaurants there are pretty robust and are pretty well put together. But, uh, you know, I'm always thinking about that. And uh, so uh, the, the more recommendation we can get from you, if you like uh, dining around in Kenner, let's put the word out. Let's let everybody know about them. And uh, that way you can go home and uh, have having had a really good meal for a good price because everything seems to be, you know, kind of uh, off the main track there. And uh, and everybody will be happy as a result, and especially the restaurateurs who own the restaurants, because they need uh, you know they're always uh, need a little push once in a while. That's the way the business goes. Two six zero six three six eight. So somebody, I betcha, there's no betcha. There's no question about it. Somebody listening to us right now has things to say about the restaurants in Kenner. Would you call me, please, whoever you are? And you don't have to stay long. And uh, if you say, I, I don't know how to put the words together. Somebody told me that a couple of days ago. I would call you, but I don't know how to put the words together. I don't give a damn about that. We, you, you and I talk, and we don't sound like either one of us uh, puts a lot of work into our our messages. Uh, so uh, don't just... Just call me up and say, you know, they have great onion rings there. Or or you went over there and the spaghetti and meatballs were just the way you like them. You know, stuff like that. Th- that's what we want to know. That's what most people look for in a restaurant is uh, easygoing neighborhood kind of restaurants at good prices. You like that idea? Call me about it and tell me the ones you found out 
that'll get some more of them started. And then the next thing you know, there's plenty of them. And you and I can maybe get together and have a glass of beer and, uh, and some lasagna. Or, <laughs> or seafood. You know, they, they have pretty, pretty good seafood around Kenner. Our number is 260-6368. Is there no one listening to me right now who lives or goes to Kenner? Anybody at all? Kennerites? Kenner? Anybody Anybody uh, know anything about Anybody ever been to Kenner? As I said, I went to, let's see, uh, second, th- no, third, fourth, and fifth grade. I went there, and then, uh, then I, we moved up uh, Jefferson Highway a bit, and we were out of there. You know what's funny, though? Um, there's a guy uh, who uh, I, I got to talking to uh, some months ago uh, over at Vincent's Restaurant, which is uh, one of my favorite restaurants. Uh, Vincent's is in a part of the city that other people have called Kennery, which is kind of somewhere on the borderline between Kenner and Metairie. Kennery. I like, whoever came up with that, that's pretty clever. So anyway, uh, I was in there one day, and I was talking with Vincent, and Vincent had these regular customers who were sitting at one of the tables, and they were shooting the breeze back and forth, and they were shooting back at me and, uh, you know, just talking about stuff in general. And uh, Vincent introduced me to this man whose whose name was Sanji, S-O-N-G-Y. And I, I asked him, hey, is there any chance in the world that your mother used to be the cafeteria lady at Our Lady of Perpetual Help Church and School. I was there in the 1950s, late 1950s, and he turned around and looked at me and said, are you kidding? That was my mother. (laughs) I said, this is great. You know, this is what New Orleans is all about. I have a theory about it that there were only 500 people living in New Orleans, or else that would never have happened. But it did happen, and here we are always getting together for what reason, who knows? This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and uh, Dan is joining us over here on the green phone. Dan. Hi, Tom. Great show. Oh, Good stop show. it. You know yeah, better yeah. than that. Hey, Tom, a couple of questions. Ask I've got uh, some friends coming into town, uh, May or June time frame, yeah. and uh, the restaurants, We want. I want to take them to good seafood, and they will be around the uh, area of staying in the World War II Museum area ah. uh, mm-hmm. first, and then on Magazine Street, and they didn't tell me if it's uptown or I don't know where, but so a couple of uh, good restaurants around the World War II Museum for seafood, basically, mm-hmm. and then on Magazine Street. What, what do you think? Well, let's see. Uh, there are a lot of restaurants around there, but they tend to be kind of on the hip side. Um, and uh, and they, I, I didn't pick this up from you exactly, so let me ask yeah. you. Uh, are you looking yeah. for something that's inexpensive? Uh, well, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, by know, inexpensive, yeah. I don't mean... Uh, I don't mean, you know, $2.53 for a hamburger or something. I'm talking about, how, well, how much money do you figure on spending per person? Well, uh, in the vicinity of Commander's Palace or less. Oh, okay. Know, well, then you can you go know. anywhere you want uh, on, the, yeah. on that realm. I yeah. would go to Tommy's. Tommy's, okay. Tommy's is in the warehouse district. It's on Chapatulas, uh, about a half a block before you get to 
uh, Julia. Okay. Uh, it's a great-looking place. The man who put it together originally was Tommy Andrade, who created also the Sazerac restaurant, so he, he really knew some stuff. He sold the restaurant a couple of years ago. But the people okay. who bought it are the same people that own Broussard's and a bunch of other restaurants, so we're not talking about fools here. These are really good people. Traditional New Orleans food, which means there will be a lot of seafood on it. My favorite thing is uh, to get a combination of their baked oysters, Rockefeller and Bienville, and they, they'll bring out one of each, and then they'll have some shrimp remoulade and some crab meat ravigot and you know, that kind of thing. And then, uh, you know, they, they do fish just about any way you can think of. Okay. Uh, but the menu is big, and probably the best thing on it is what they call uh, duck chapatulas, uh, and it's a half okay. a duck roasted and then they served it with uh, some uh, rice and some spinach. No, wait a minute. There's something. It's not spinach. It's something else. It's some. It's another green. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's good. And it's a. Yeah. It's an old time New Orleans looking kind of a place without being grubby or anything. A, a million photographs of people that Tommy Andrade used to serve a million years ago. <laughs> it's, right. So it's a cool place, and it's uh, about two blocks away from the uh, from the uh, okay. whole uh, World War II area. All right. And what about someplace on uh, magazines, uh, anywhere from, uh, you know, or, around Chop all the way uptown? Mm -hmm. Places on uh, magazine that are... Uh, reference? Yeah, it, the the whole food uh, thing really gets going around the 2,500 block of Magazine Street uh, up to about 3,500 uh, okay. Magazine. There's a lot of restaurants there. I would say my favorite of them, uh, this being kind of a neighborhood style uh, place, is uh, Joey K's. Joey K's. Joey K's. Right. I want to say that would be about... 3,000 block, maybe 2,900, and they are uh, very consistent. They have fried catfish piled this high. They have uh, red beans and rice every day. They have uh, lots and lots of you know, they, they have, uh, things like boiled beef brisket. Just all the old-time New Orleans neighborhood restaurant specials, blue plate specials, they're full of it all the time. And it's a cool old place that's been around for about yeah. 20 years, I guess. All right. Yeah, I'd go there. Right, Joey um, Case is a, is a kick of a place. That went, It's also only about maybe 10 blocks away from Commanders. So yeah. It's, yeah. All right. Yeah. Very good. Enjoy yourself. All right, Tom. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Thank you very much for calling. It's the Food Show. John Volpe is there? Oh, hello there. Welcome. Hey there. You're talking about good restaurants in Canada. My two favorites oh. are, uh, are uh, Jen Deuce's. That is good, isn't it? That, it's, it's, oh, it's, it's over the top, man. He, he's got the biggest meatballs in town, and then they're yeah. tasty, too. And, and whenever you go there, I don't care if you go for lunch or dinner, you're going to be taking food home with you because he yeah. believes in hearty portions. And it's good food, too. And then yeah. right, right, right down the street uh, from there, almost right across the street from there, uh, hmm. is a new little place, the Kenner. It used to be in the Kenner on Williams, but it has resurfaced. It's called the Florida Lily Cafe. Oh, I don't know that basically, one. It's a, yeah, it's basically a little coffee shop. It, uh -huh. it's, it's got got pretty much a more American art, you know, uh, 
uh, comfort food, if, if, for want of another word. And my wife and I, my mother-in-law, went there about a month or so ago, and uh, we just went there for lunch. It was good stuff. So those would be my two recommendations for dinner. Okay. I haven't been to that one. I've heard of it, but I don't know. I don't remember what I heard. So that doesn't help yeah, anything, yeah. does it? Yeah. They, used, they, they used to advertise with us years ago, yeah. but they were in a terrible location on Williams Boulevard mm. between 32nd Street and 33rd Street, right next door to the Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, yeah. Virtually the traffic, no yeah, no it was really lots. terrible around there, yeah. Uh, and no parking lots. Uh. But good stuff, good stuff. And good people, too, just as Jen Deuces is, so... Yeah. Uh, by the way, have you heard that uh, uh, that they're going to rename Kenner sometime soon? Is what, no. I don't know when no. or what the uh, they're going to call it um, uh, Shell Metri. <laughs> Shell Metri, get it, everybody, everybody. Shell Metri, Shell Metri, yeah. No, it's got to be Shell Metri, no, not Metri. Yeah. Metri and Metri are two different things. Yeah, two different things. <laughs> you're right. You're right. There you go. All right. See you there later. You go. All right. Bye. It's the food show. Uh, joining us over here on the Orange Phone is Tunny. Tunny, welcome to the food show. Hey, Tom. Hi there. Just had to had to had to agree. Uh, Jenduces is uh, my wife and I's favorite. Yeah, they don't give uh, you enough food, though, do they? Uh, no, that, no, no, no. That's a joke. You, are, you'd have to see to, it to believe to take, it. I got it. We we used to take uh, get uh, two and and eat lunch off of it the next day. Um, yeah, at now least that, we just yeah. get now we just get one and split it. Uh, the salad size alone is um, is a meal. Um, uh, and the, and the food's just great. Yeah. I mean, they, they do a, they do a wonderful job there. Um, uh, and any night that you go, there's going to be some special. Um, and the, the bad part is that I never exactly know when they're going to offer that special again. Yeah, they do this thing with. Uh, yeah, with the timing of the dog was uh, almost yeah. hard to believe. Yeah, perfect, I mean. It's, huh? Yeah, the, uh, it sounded like he was about ready to go into the roaster there for a second. <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, mowing the lawn and the dog. Ah, mowed lawn. Um, that's uh, yeah, the French yeah. word for uh, cut the grass, right? Mowed lawn. Yeah, that's it. Mowed yeah. lawn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the, the um, um, they do a catfish with um, with um, uh, a crawfish sauce. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. But it's it's rare that you find that they actually are serving it. It's not on the menu. Oh. So you've got to go when it's when it's the special. But usually you can go on their um, on their Facebook page and see what specials they're doing on any particular hmm. night. Yeah. So um, well, uh, you, yeah. you know, uh, uh, we had them uh, 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 on the show once, uh, Mister. Uh, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Here we are talking about him. Um, and Jendusa, yeah. And uh, we had him yeah. on the program and. Uh, from talking to him, it sounded to me like they cook absolutely everything in house. I mean, it, down to yeah. making his own spumoni ice cream, he was doing that. So, I've, you know, that's that's a lot of work. Uh, yeah, Troy yeah. does a just does a great job. I, it's yeah. amazing the stuff that comes out of that uh, comes out of that kitchen. So that's that would be uh, my recommendation. I really like Mister Ed's, but it, oh, yeah. the other thing about about. Um, about Jinduces is you can bring your own wine and there's no corkage. Fee. Yeah, I uh, was uh, that was going to be the next thing I ask you because the first time I went there on my own to have dinner, 
uh, I, the waitress came over and said, can we get you anything? And I said, yeah, I'd like a glass of red wine. And she had to tell me that they don't have wine there because there's a school right across the street. Uh-huh. And because yeah. of that, you know, there are laws on that subject. And so he couldn't sell uh, wine or liquor or anything like that. But you can bring yeah. your own and they do not charge you a corkage. That's right. No, they'll bring you the corkscrew. They'll <clears throat> bring you the glasses. Yeah. You have to open the bottle. Yeah, uh, that's and, and that's then, right. And then you have to drink the wine, so you know that's yeah, rough. yeah. Um, well, you'll but, bring uh, along yeah, your designated driver, and then you're covered. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Wonderful. All right. Thank you All very right, much for the on. call. Nice hearing from you. All right. See ya. Uh-huh. That's uh, a good uh, bakery over there. It's under that name too. Oh, it's uh, time for a break here on the Food Show on 105.3 FM. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and we'll come and talk to you some more if you'll only talk to me. Any uh, any more comments on Kenner? I didn't plan on talking about Kenner today, but why not now that we've had a couple of calls? Any any other thoughts? 260-6368. You know what's the worst restaurant in Kenner? I'll tell you in a few minutes. Hello there. You're listening to The Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's fun to be. It is. It really is fun for me to be here and talking about the restaurants of our city, the cooking, uh, everything down to uh, donuts and all the way up to Chateau. Uh, Chateau. Let's pick a chateau here. Uh, Chateau Lafitte. Why not? Really, really, really expensive. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't dominate our cuisine around here, and uh, neither does our program. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Uh, I'm going to assume that uh, the person who guessed where it was, that I, where it will be that I'm going to be dining tonight, uh, I'm uh, uh, putting together uh, a contest that we will do every day just, just for fun more than anything else. And it's a, it's a question-answer uh, quiz. And uh, I'm going to pretend as if the person who actually knew the answer to this, uh, she's gone anyway from from our show, so we don't have to worry about that. And and if she's listening, don't call me again. All right, because we'll we'll let somebody else get it this time. So the question is, where am I dining tonight? You have to tell me the exact name of the restaurant. Uh, the uh, first clue is something new at this restaurant is brunch seven days a week. They have not been doing brunch uh, every day. They were just doing it on the weekends, but now they do it seven days a week, uh, Sunday brunch. Well, it, obviously, it's not Sunday brunch. It's just brunch because <clears throat> Sunday, you only get one Sunday. You know what I mean. Anyway, uh, clue number three. This restaurant used to have a horse stable in what is now its back dining room. What? Yeah. Horses, you know, those horses you see clippity-clopping around the French Quarter, uh, they don't, you know, you know, send them to Laplace or anything <laughs> you know, once they get off of work. But anyway, that is, uh, that is an accurate clue. This is not something I'm making up. Uh, in this restaurant, uh, there, there used to be a horse stable where horses, actual live horses, were corralled. And uh, 
And uh, what, el- what else do I have to say about that? I think that's about it. Uh, and it, but that that space where the horses used to be is now the back dining room of this restaurant. Do you have any idea where this is? Call me and tell me. And if you guess it right, you get nothing at all. The, we're doing a test run on this, and I'm hoping that by the end of the week or maybe early part of next week at the latest, we will start having actual prizes for this. And at the same time, we'll have some fun because some of this is really obscure. This this question here, for one, uh, you have to kind of know your way around to to pick up on the facts here. Uh, but uh, we are here to talk about anything having to do with the eating scene around town. Our program is sponsored by the New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Last night, I went there for dinner. And uh, it being Lent and all of that, uh, I went over there with a hamburger in my mind. But then I, when I got there, they had these huge photographs up on the wall of a thin-cut catfish platter. You know what thin-cut catfish is, I'm sure. There are a few restaurants that specialize in it. But this one, uh, I couldn't remember if I ever have had it there. But I do know that they are very good at fried seafood at New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company. Uh, in fact, uh, they start off with one of my main rules, and that is they cook it all to order. They do not have any of this stuff sitting under a heat lamp or anything like that. Uh, they don't even start working on your catfish until you order it, and then they go back there, load it up in the oil. If the oil needs changing, they change it, and it comes out nice and crisp, greaseless, and just the way I like fried catfish, frankly. And with these great fries that are really unusual, they're the shape of crescent moons, uh, and they, they're uh, covered with a little bit of herb and butter. Anyway, it was a big platter of food. The price was right. And again, I tell you, all fresh and freshly prepared for you. And that's at all the locations of the New Orleans Hamburger and Seafood Company, where they do indeed do as good a job with their seafood as they do with their hamburgers. This is the Food Show, and we had somebody on hold over here. It is, oh, it's Ricky. Ricky, welcome to the Food Show. Hey, Tom, how's it going? It's doing great and a lot better since you called. Well, great, and yeah, uh, I'm going to take a guess at the, at the <clears throat> restaurant. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to guess Bruce Owens. Well, that was a pretty good guess unless you actually knew it, uh, in which case it's an even better guess. But that's correct. You got it. So I, I won? I won the nothing? Well, no, you win nothing, yeah. that's. Uh, but, however, you, you do have the—I'll give you the credit of having been one of the very first people to uh, win this. Of course, uh, there isn't any this to win, but uh, you know we're we're just having fun with it. No, no, but I, <clears throat> I won nothing, and I've never won nothing before. So well, yeah, the there, there you go. I mean, now we're you you have given us a whole new dimension to this, and uh, I I couldn't be more pleased. Uh, how how did you actually uh, know this? Actually, I, I heard the lady guess it earlier, but ah, okay. My main, my main call was to ask you, I have a question about the horses in the stable behind Broussard's. Yeah. Were those horses, was that people that were coming on horseback to eat there? Or where, where did those horses come from? No, the, the building was originally uh, a muse, as they call them, M-E-W-S. 
And, uh, you know, everybody at, at some time in the, in the history of New Orleans, most people got around with horses or they walked around. And uh, even if you weren't going all that far, but a lot of people had their own horses in their, back, in their uh, backyard. And in this case, it was in the courtyard of uh, a mansion that was there uh, before the restaurant was. And when it became a restaurant, and especially when there was a renovation of the whole place in the 1970s, they took the remaining uh, evidence that it ever had been a, a house for horses, uh, which it has not been since the 1970s. But they uh, they built another dining room where that is, and I think that's the best dining room in the whole place. So uh, if you ever go there, tell them you want the horse room. <laughs> And then they'll, then they'll look at you like you're nuts, and then tell them I told you, and then they'll say, oh, well, that figures now. Right, right. As soon as I say to Austin, they'll know I've been talking with you, so yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll get it. There you go. <laughs> no, but I, was, I was just curious, because if, 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 if you were living back in those times, and you wanted to go out to eat, yeah. you didn't have a car. You walked. If you walked two miles away, well, if you live three miles away and you had a horse, you just ride your horse. Yeah, that was it. Uh, that's all there was. Uh, although there, <clears throat> there were a couple of other things. The uh, streetcar, the you know, the, the St. Charles streetcar goes back to the 1830s. So you you could conceivably have been way to hell uptown, <laughs> and still be uh, all legitimate. Right, but the streetcar you have to pay for. The horse was free because it was your horse. You, yeah, you better. That's true. You, all you had to do was feed it. So you yeah. right, so you were saving money, and that it, it would be like getting, you know, almost like a free meal. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but uh, but you got it. That's close enough for me. Nice okay. hearing from. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay on the line, and uh, Doug can tell me where I can pick my nothing up. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, for, uh, I I just sent it over by email. Oh, I got when, it. And Thank if you, you if you find an email message that doesn't have anything on it, that's it. Got it. All right, see you later. It's the Food Show, and Ricky is, that was Ricky, and here is Michael, oh, Michael75. Hello there. Welcome. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Okay, great. Good afternoon. Beautiful day. It certainly is, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Okay, if I had a magic wand and I could have every uh, meal of breakfast, lunch, and dinner, uh, that I've had for the last 50 years, and one day, because it's my last day on the planet and I'm famished, uh, yeah. this is what I would have. First of all, the setting would be the um, Tour d'Argent, Paris. Are you familiar with that place? I am indeed, yeah. Okay, so that that's where they host all of the Nobel Prize winners. So anyway, yeah. I would uh, some of this I'd have to fly in by a jet and everything, but I'd have to, for breakfast Eggs Benedict from Begay's, I'd, uh -huh. have the seared, I'd have the seared foie gras from a place called Boya La Creye in mm. Rance. Oh, and I'd have uh, the, oh I, as, as it sounds like to me, This is the, uh, the central uh, town in the middle of the uh, uh, Champagne district in France. And, it, it's and I spelled, would have the <clears throat> I would have the Vouvlicot demi set from there. Yeah. And I would have fresh OJ. That, that, and, uh, uh, fresh Which is fresh red. That's the funny thing about French uh, rosé. <laughs> it's red. No, no, no that's, that's a Vouvlicot. Uh, uh, that's a demi set. That isn't red. 
No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, it was a, it was a joke. I was I was the, okay. the joke was uh, well. Never mind. It's not worth following up. Okay. Anyway, no. and, and and French press coffee. Okay. Then for lunch. Yeah. Uh huh. Have, uh, uh, wait, um, yeah, okay, lunch, I'm going to have the risotto nero from a little place, in, I can't remember the name, in Fiesole. That's a little small city that mm-hmm. looks down Florence. Mm. Then I would have the press deck from the tour, press duck from the Tour d'Argent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have salad niçoise from the uh, this little restaurant uh, near Avignon called Ville Sur Avignon. Mm-hmm. I'd have the cheese plate from Les Ambassadors. And I'd have the 2005 Chateau Ponte Canet um, uh, Cabernet. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. Boy, you uh, are oh, you are uh, really digging up this French stuff, aren't you? I'm, try- I'm trying to remember everything. I had a, I had Italian thing in there, Fiesole. Yeah, that's right. You did have one, yeah. Okay. And then for dinner, I would have uh, Beef Wellington from the Louis the Sixteenth. Mm-hmm. You remember that place? Here, I right? certainly do. Yeah, they. Okay. And everybody made a big fuss over the uh, uh, fillet. Uh, wait a minute. Oh gosh, what's the what was the name of that again? Beef Wellington. Beef Wellington. But the but the better dish was actually the Chateaubriand. I thought they well, it was the yeah. same cut of beef, but it, I, I thought the sauces were better. I like the beef Wellington to each his own. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I'd have, I'd, have, I'd have the oysters pasta from Vincent Manguno, formerly of Porter and Luke's. Yeah. Then I'd have I've had the lemon ice box pie from Tony Angelo's, yeah. and the and the Ile de Flotant, which is a floating island. Floating island, little, right? From a little truck stop we stop at on the roads of Queens, uh, <laughs> and then for for. Uh, then I'd have Marceau Charmé, 1990, and that's it. That's my last day on the planet. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're not really going away, are you? No. I'm, that that is. A, well, I'm just a, checking to make sure. You know, we wouldn't want to no. lose you. You never know. Uh, but but uh, uh, as they say in that famous song, the time dwindles down to a precious few. November. You know that song. Huh? Yeah. Why don't you mm-hmm. sing it, Tom, for, for my last do, do, day on the planet? Do, 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 do. Let's, I'm trying to remember the, what the first words are. It'll come to me in a minute. Mike <clears throat> King Cole sang it. Okay. Did he? Well, he, you know, he uh, he's long gone, but his his what would have been his 100th birthday was last week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I loved him. My my mother thought that Nat King Cole was the greatest singer that ever lived, and uh, you couldn't really argue with her that much. That guy was some kind of talented. Right. She was a smart lady. Yeah, yeah. But did your daddy pick any horse winners at the track? Not too many. <laughs> Not enough, anyway. Let's just okay. say that. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. See you later. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and uh, it's nice to be here with you talking about food. And uh, you have to be honest with this. I'm, I'm, I'm putting a dry run to a contest that we're going to start doing in the next few days. As soon as I can get the, the, uh, the prize all figured out and, and put together, as soon as I have that done, then we're going to do this every, uh, every day. As long as it's fun, too. Cause, but I think you'll like this. So uh, it's a guessing game. If you, if you know a lot of things, you will have a great advantage over anybody else who is doing this. 
But uh, I, the, the question that needs to be answered is, where am I dining tonight? That's, that's the one for today. It'll be something like that every other day. All right? And um, I, uh, I will uh, give you as another clue here. Let's see. The ones we have already uh, uh, is that uh, the, the restaurant has only recently started brunch seven days a week. So that's clue number one. Uh, this restaurant once had a statue in the middle of the dining area outdoors in the courtyard. Uh, and the third uh, clue is there was a time when the maitre d' of this restaurant would sing to the statue uh, if the customer had taken a shot of Napoleon brandy at the end of his dinner, then the waiter would go up there and light a flame and sing a song that was about Napoleon some kind of way. I, I forget all the details. Uh, but uh, those are some of the clues. Have you any idea, adding all that up, where I am going for dinner tonight? See if you can guess it. And if you, if you already heard and you... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, and, uh, or you uh, you already know the answer to this, uh, don't bother with it because I'm just testing it. I'm, I'm making sure everything's going to uh, work right, and we can have some fun with this every day. All right, uh, Gregory joins us over here on the blue phone. Gregory, welcome. Hey, Happy New Year, Tom. How are happy you? Happy New Year. Same old guy. I always like when that fella calls just before me. He's funny. I like him. And oh, I he's yeah, he's a character. I love him. Yeah. He had all these wines. I mean, these are really impressive wines. I'll okay. say, yeah. I mean, I where, mean, you, where are you going to get all of that? It was well, what I was thinking. Well, you know what? They are available. It's just, yeah. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just amazed. This guy's obviously a well-traveled and probably an Epicurean himself. Can I, uh, I, can I ask you a, a, a quick question? Let's, yeah. it, it just crossed yeah. my mind just now. Um, mm-hmm. do, what was the best wine bargain you ever made in your life? Golly, I mean, to a customer or my no, customer? no, to you that you uh, or or if you if you just saw it and you could have bought it if you felt like it. I would say when I went to South Africa, yeah, and I really do enjoy South African wines. Don't ask yeah. me why, but I, I have made some other good purchases. I mean, the list is endless. Almost, I mean, when they can, what the I mean the the fortunate um, circumstances I've been in as far as um, purchasing some. Decent bottles and, of course, even even cases of wine. Um, I have to say, South Africa. Um, I'm a really big fan of the wines they do down there. You don't see them a whole lot in the states, but they are available. Um, uh, I got a hand on half a case of Chateau Latour one time, and yeah. this person just wanted to. He was having his own financial problems, and mm. he had a nice seller, and he was, yeah, man, I'll give you bottom dollar, and mm. that was a buy, and. Uh, would, I enjoyed every drop of those. <laughs> would, would, would you believe that you and I have that in common? That was going to be what I was going to say. No kidding. Yeah, let me tell you about this. This 1978 Futures on 1978 uh, Latour, mm-hmm. $40 a bottle. Get out. That's a, that, that's a little bit less than I paid for mine, but um, that but that was that was the all-time bargain of my life. <clears throat> it is. 
And, and, uh, and that was actually a, quite a good year, too. Cause I it was a that. terrific year. That's why everybody was excited about it. <laughs> and, that. and then 82 was another outstanding year, believe it or not. And then, uh, oh, wait a minute. You know, I, I'm, I'm, this is going to sound suspect, but it isn't. I, uh, that was it. I, I had the wrong wine. It was, in fact, the 82. Remember, that was a hugely, that was a big, big wine. Everybody was talking about it, and it was uh, Certainly. a it's lot. Certainly, it's famous to this day. It's holding up. Itself. Yep. It's holding up well. Well, that's what those yeah. great Bordeaux do, the British things. Yeah, the but good I, ones. I have to comment something else on All that right. fellow, because yeah. I was a big fan of Louis XVI, and I agree with you. The Chateau Brown yeah. was terrific, but so was every point but they had another, they had another um, filet mignon dish called the filet saint Abel. Oh, I don't know that one. What's um, that? Yeah, that was the one in the red wine that they would uh, marinate for 24 hours in huh. their coolers. And it came out purple looking, but it was, you couldn't tell whether it was, you know, cooked to your temp, but it was just delicious. It was shallots and um, uh, Bordeaux wine and yeah. a little bit of cognac. And that's how they marinated this thing. And, uh, like overnight, the, like uh, like three nights or so? No, no, just, <clears throat> just overnight. I would say oh, okay. 12 hours at the most. But they used to, it, it was the Filet Saint Hubert, or Hubert. It could have been Hubert, Hubert or Hubert. I can't. I just can't remember. <laughs> but anyway, it was delicious. I thought that um, it was one of the best service restaurants in the city. I miss yeah. it a lot. And we don't the, have enough of those left. The chef was Daniel Bonneau. Yeah, and, and then after that, and then Agnès Ballet was still uh, there. Agnès, Agnès is still there. Uh, and she's she's been there for longer than everybody else put together. I know, but it's yeah. kind of funny how <clears throat> all she does is brunches and private parties. And yeah, that's well, crazy. yeah. Oh well, you know, uh, it, for a hotel, a, a private party chef is a pretty good one to have. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. um, she is a doll. I mean, she's so uh, she's so exuberant. She's I petite. Mean, she she's funny. she's she's ve- she's, she's built <laughs> built low to the ground, you know. She, but she's yeah, very very nice and a very good chef. No question about that. Never. Absolutely. And you know, way before that, you know, she was at Cafe Degas. She used to work for them, and then she yeah. worked for Nanu for a little while before Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> How about that? Anyway, mm. I always love hearing when these guys come on and talk because it's just it's just, it's just such an excellent show. And by the way, you're going to Broussard tonight. That's right, yeah. Yeah, well, you cheat so in some kind of way, yeah. Have fun. Have All right, fun. see you later. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Hey, you know what's coming up? Uh, we have an Eat Club dinner that will take place on the uh, on the. 18th, I think that's right. I've got to find this out. Uh, Anyway, it's at Impostato's restaurant. They tell me they're already half full. Uh, And we just really started pushing it. So this is, uh, I I was at Impostato's just a week ago to to touch base with Mr. Joe to see what was going up and make sure all the pieces were assembled. And we will be starting off with a combination of crab meat, cannelloni, uh, shrimp au gratin, and uh, a, a wine, a Chardonnay called Au Contraire. I can't say I've ever had that before, but that's the appetizer. And, and this is a classic dinner at Impostato's. Starts off with a little seafood appetizer that tends to be bigger than you thought it was going to be, but that's that. Second course is their homemade fettuccine Alfredo. There is none better in the world. I can tell you that because I've been to Alfredo's of Rome, and I like Impostato's better for the, uh, for the fettuccine. 
Uh, the third course is something called a Jim Bob salad, and it is, it's got more going on than most salads. Listen to this. It has all of the, this, uh, hearts of artichokes, green salad to start with, uh, salami, cheeses, black olives, anchovies, tomatoes, seasoning, and uh, their house dressing. And we're even having a wine with that. We're having a, a wine called Vanderpump. I, I do not know anything about it, but uh, uh, this is one of the uh, one of the wine companies uh, has given us some of those, so we got a chance to taste that. Then uh, the entrees, you have a choice of five different ones, I guess depending on how deep into Lent you are. The first one is manicotti. Manicotti is sheets of pasta. Pi- uh, pasta rolled up around some risotto, not risotto, um, uh, uh, it, with, with, uh, it, it's, it's all uh, in there with some cheeses, and then they put red sauce over the top of it. Uh, uh, ricotta cheese is what's in the middle of it. Uh, let's see, what else is in, uh, the, in here? Uh, smoked filet mignon, which they're famous for. It's a good-sized filet, and they smoke it over an open fire. And uh, it comes out great. Uh, that has a lot of fans among our Eat Club people. I've noticed there are like four or five guys almost always who uh, always get that. But it's very popular. Redfish Marcello. Uh, that's crab meat, artichokes, mushrooms, and uh, what else is in there? Some shrimp, too, I think. And then linguine with crawfish. That's a new dish on me. I can't say I've had it over there anyway. And then uh, entrees, uh, excuse me, not entrees, we've done that already, but the, uh, uh, but the desserts, the, they're doing it the way they always have done at previous dinners of ours. They bring out every dessert they have, plop them on the table, and everybody fights over them. Not really, because if, if two of you want the same dessert, you can just tell them, they'll bring it to you. Uh, anyway, all of this is at Impostados. The price is $80. That includes tax, tip, wines, the whole thing. This is on uh, Thursday, the 18th, and that's at Impostados. Here's what you do to get a reservation. Call this number, 455-1545. That's 455-1545. Don't call me. Call them. This is just, you're going to be giving them a regular reservation like they always would take from you. 455-1545. Looking forward to seeing you there. We're going to have a lot of people, a lot of people signed up for it already. We'll come back with more of the food show after first, please. This, thank you for listening and thank you for eating. You know, eating is uh, something you got to do. If you don't eat, you die. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.